Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Stuart Whiffin, can I have your full attention, please? Yes, you have it. Right. Okay. So ready, steady. Are we recording? <laughs> Hello, welcome back. Hello. Uh, this is part two of Hardcore Listening. Oh, you nearly started Chris singing that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. You, you nearly started singing that. This is part two, two. motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. Um, so, you've listened to part one, I'm assuming, with um, our man, Mark Moore, who um, has, as I'm sure you're now aware, picked a really specific and quite fascinating top five. Mm, mm. Um, I just love these scores now, and actually some of these movies I've gone back and watched as well. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, it's it's pretty crazy. I'm sure when I said at the beginning of the, the first one, where it's, he talks about it so passionately, and and even if you haven't seen it or heard it, it you're on board. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He's he's a he's a really interesting fella, Mark. Um, and as as I'm sure you're aware of, if you listen to part two already, he's had a pretty colourful life. Yeah. He's, he's He's worked with and and, and and hung out with some fantastic people. Yeah. Um, and um, if you want to um, hear some of the tunes that he's talking about, we mm-hmm. have um, we will put up a Spotify playlist, yep. um, which will be hardcore listing uh, Mark Moore. Yes, and I think a couple we couldn't quite get on that, um, so we will put them on our YouTube channel as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you'll be able to check them out there if yeah. we can't get them on the Sp- uh, Spotify playlist. And with the Spotify playlist for um, the artists that we do put stuff up from, it's not just um, the specifically the top five. We all put other songs that, that are honourable mentions honorable and songs mentions. That, uh, that, that we talk about and, and, and things like that. So there's, there's just anything that is generally referenced in the show. If you're not mm-hmm. sure what it is or if you just think, oh, shit, man, yeah, I need that phrase, I want to check it out, yeah. then um, then go and have a look. Um, we'll stick a bit of fats and small in there as hey, well. Hey, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Um, that will never be on any of our playlists. <laughs> um, okay, um, some shout-outs. We've got to do it, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. Go on in. Okay. Um, the Podfather, um, Mr. Scroobius Pip. Um, yeah. Big love to um, him and the Distraction Pip. Love and hugs for Scroobius Pip. Nice, yeah. big, a nice, warm, nice, friendly, warm cuddle. Do you think it'd be what he's from, he, from he's behind? He's hairy, isn't he? It'd be, too, it'd be too warm, if anything. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like, yeah. It'd be like grip hugging a, a giant Brillo pad. Yeah. Right. Mm, 
hairy hands. He's got hairy hands and toes. Toes? Yeah, yes. You yeah. spend a lot of time well, with him. I do. Though, we hang you? out too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Sorry, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're not talking about... We're just, <laughs> I'm just picturing what kind of hair Pip would have wear on his body. Like, let's move on. Um... Also, right, so on the Distraction Pieces Network, we have Stop and Search with... Jason Reed. Um, Say Why to Drugs Dr. with... Susie Gage. And Jim Smallman. <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. Stop <laughs> getting the intros wrong. <laughs> Tuesday Night Jaw with... Jim Smallman. Thank you. And Hardcore Listing with... Christopher and Stuart. Thank you. Christopher, exactly. Not Dr. Feelgood or fucking Chris Passion. <laughs> Right. But they still got a mention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Redshift Rebels, which is um, our, website, our, our website where you can go and um, check out our, our clothes label mm-hmm. and find out a little bit of info on the events we do. Um, we have two regular club nights, one called Audio File with Miss Cooley G, and yep. we have the We Are Lizards Club Night, which is uh, fronted by uh, Miss Scroobius Pip. Yep. And, and come down, and they're both at the book club in Shoreditch, and they're great. Um, social media, go and check us out. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you can't find us on Hardcore Listing, which I'm sure you should be able to, just have a look for uh, Redshift Rebels mm-hmm. or Stu Whiffin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, big thanks to 76, who's going to be producing this. And enjoy. Peace. It's a drunken soiree in the Whiffin. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Okay, we'll we'll move in back into into film. And uh, what what what's um, we got in number three? What's number three? Okay, um, I can't remember what I've chosen. Oh yeah, hmm. Pierpagioli. I guess number three we're going to do John Carpenter, the bank robbery, which is from Cracking. Escape from New York. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, again, you got to admire a director who does his own yeah. music. For these films, you know, like he did with um, Halloween, the Halloween yeah, theme. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I like the bank robbery because it's kind of, it's got that New York feel. It's a bit kind of funky. It's a bit, uh, you know, it feels like New York in the 80s. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, and he's always made these amazing films. The first film I saw by him, again, another amazing soundtrack, Assault and Precinct 13. Oh, yeah. mm. Cracking. Which has been sampled to death. Yeah. And, you know. Um, he's one of my favourites. Yeah, for, for, because of like he sort of would do everything, and he had a he had quite an indie attitude to yeah. making making movies as well. When you see the, the sort of cast and that, um, yeah, and just he's he's done some of my favourite soundtracks. But yes. then even people who have worked with him, um, I think the thing I don't think that was because I always thought it was him who who did the the. Do, do, because oh, yeah. oh, the thing is my, one of my favorite top five. That's only Americani. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it, it it's only you know look, looking at this, I was like, oh, that wasn't John on his own <laughs> yeah. thing there. Yeah. It was actually McConey. But um, yeah, I, I, I love loads of his stuff, and um, and Escape from New York is a yeah, yeah that's really that's, his style definitely. And you know he played at the um, uh, the, the Troxy. How long in ago was in that? Uh, Hackney, uh, it must have been about four months ago. 
Really? Just before Christmas, yeah. Oh, Did you go? Gosh. I went, yeah. And it was like, it was like a Bon Jovi gig, gig or something. Oh, <laughs> really? Like, oh, what? That, that came <laughs> well, no, it wasn't, but... This came up on your one of your um, on your Facebook page at some Because yeah. I saw it and I was like, oh, bollocks, I've missed that. Um, yeah, so what, what was it like? I, th- I thought it was fa- absolutely oh, brilliant, mate. fantastic. There's a few kind of electronic producer friends of mine a bit purist maybe yeah who were annoyed at the the guitar solos right <laughs> and i was like but what do you expect he has those in in some mm. of his films anyway it's like and you know it's, it's a live gig you're gonna have a, some stuff like that to yeah. me it wasn't annoying it was yeah. it was in uh, you know thematically it made sense yeah and what was great was he came on and it was just like a, a madonna gig or something when he came on <laughs> You know, everyone was screaming. And what was... I thought it was going to be every electronic producer in London, but it wasn't. Uh, there was two nights, so maybe on the other night, I don't know. Um, it was every horror fanatic in London. Yeah. That's, that, that's really my relationship <laughs> yeah. with him. Uh, ah. and, so, and that's why I'd be, I'd be drawn there. It would be more, not from my music roots, but because of my fascination with horror. And, yeah. and, 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 and with his horror films, to be quite honest yeah. with you. Um so yeah, I can see that, but at the same time, yeah, because of the sort of the, the machines he's using and how he's producing yeah. things, you'd be surprised that a lot of the electronic guys weren't there. They were probably scattered around. Yeah, but um, it was very much a, a, a you know a horror fans gig, and they showed um, the movies in the background when he did the songs from those movies. It was it was just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Oh, <laughs> but not everyone loved it. So, but I'd say the majority. I could have taken one of their tickets. I'm, I'm <laughs> gutted about that. Um, is there are there any other ones of his soundtracks that um, that you? I'd say sort of really I'd love? say my favourites probably the Fog and um, oh right. So gotcha. so um, yeah. Song Piece and Thirteen, mm-hmm. Halloween, the Fog, and uh, Escape from New York. Yeah, they're all pretty memorable. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, doing what you've done for you know a fair while now. Um, where is your vinyl? Do you do you store it somewhere else, or have you literally got it? So you've got hands on. All the, the vinyl's time? all all in my, at my place. Fuck. Yeah, I've pared a lot of it down. I've got rid of it, and I'm still in the process of getting rid of. So I'm just paring it down to stuff I completely love. How do you do that? It's hard, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's time consuming. Yeah. So I've had to uh, give up for a, a, a bit, but I need to get back to it. How much you got? How much you still got? I, I used to have thousands and thousands. Now I've got, you know, um, uh, my friend Trevor Jackson came round and um, he's, I, you know, you know him from the play group and stuff like well, that. Well, he, d- he, he DJ'd uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, at night, didn't he? Didn't Trevor do? Oh, no, he was going to, but he, he didn't. He didn't? Oh, that's he right. Yeah, he was going to do the second night and yeah. you couldn't yeah, make it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, um, you know, and he, he, he did his label output and signed LCD sound system and stuff like that. He came round and when I moved home and pared everything down, he just went, "What have you done? <laughs> There's nothing left, <laughs> and there's still quite a lot left." Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he signed LCD. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. He was the first one to, to notice. Really. It's yeah. a good thing to have on your CV, isn't it? Mm, <laughs> nice. Um, so okay. yeah, John Carpenter, what a guy. First time I saw Halloween was in um, Odeon or something in Muswell Hill. And uh, I was there with my friend Karen, and we were just terrified the whole movie. People were screaming. It was just like incredible. And then yeah, someone yeah, extra on edge, doesn't it? When yeah. you see a horror film and there's other people on, on the edge of their seats yeah. as well, definitely. And then uh, right at the end of the film, someone burst through the back doors, which were by the front of the screen, with a mask on and a <laughs> <laughs> fake knife. Yeah, really? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and everyone screamed. Oh, it was, it was just superb. And since then, I've talked to a few people. They said, God, that happened to us too. So this guy must have gone around the entire country. That's the greatest <laughs> that. fucking in joke, isn't it? Respect. Yeah, you, no, would, you would freak the living shit out of people, wouldn't you? <laughs> when you're immersed in something like that, mm. the slightest little thing. I remember I went to see, um, I think I was about 16, and, and, and there was... Um, the Lakeside Shopping Centre hadn't been built then, but there was a, a small complex built there that had a cinema, and it had 12 screens, and it was such a big deal for, for our area. There was a cinema that had 12 screens, because it was always just one, you know, you go to the beer and you watch a, watch a film, you had to watch what was on. But this had 12 screens, and I, and I remember that it was the first time anywhere around Norway where they do like late screenings. And uh, and I remember we, we, we got the bus down there, and, and they were showing The Exorcist at midnight, and it was like, wow. brilliant. And uh, and we went there, and it was it was in a um, it's in like a pit, isn't it, Lakeside? And, yeah, uh, that's right. It was just these big chalk pits. Pit, yeah. And we come out of there, and and there was like three of us, and and none of us would admit that the film scared the shit out of us. Yeah. We was all trying to be tough guys. <laughs> and I remember just sort of walking home, and uh, we was walking through these pits. And as we just got up, there was like this little kind of country road and there was just one car sat there. And I think we was all just thinking, oh, fucking hell, like, what's going on here? And literally the person in the car must have clocked us. But we were so on edge because of what we'd just seen and we was walking through these pits. As we got there, that person had hit central locking because they was petrified. <laughs> and the minute you've heard the doors go... Three lads that were going, oh, I thought it was all right, it didn't really scare me. I've never run so fast. <laughs> like, literally, three of us just like panicked and just pelted it down the road. Absolutely terrified. That's, that's the weird thing about horror movies. You'll go with someone yeah. and you'll hear them screaming through the whole film yeah. and hiding behind their hands. And then yeah. when the lights come on, they go, oh, that wasn't scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my, my missus is terrible. She, she will jump and, and scream that, that and makes it so much like it heightens it for me yeah. um, she she really immerses herself in it and yeah. she will moan at me and go like didn't that make you and I was like not in a tough guy way <laughs> yeah. but like no it, it didn't really make me jump but she will and I'm, I'm, I'm a bit jealous of it really. she will really throw yeah, herself yeah. into oh, it and I, I, I think that way you'll get yeah. more out of it oh definitely but, I try and watch horror films on my own at midnight like yeah. if I'm at home on my own around 12 o'clock yeah. is my favourite time to watch yeah. them but um, yeah, I've, I had a girlfriend who was so scared in the cinema, she'd be looking around in the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm telling you, that puts you on edge. Ridiculous. And yeah. she's grabbing you, and it's like, yeah. it's not even a scary part of the film, <laughs> and you're saying there's someone behind us. And I'm in the black. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and Exorcist, one of the most famous film for, soundtracks, I guess. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. For uh, sure. Tubular Bells. Tubular yeah. Bells. Yeah. Yeah. That is a, that's a weird, um, amazing piece, isn't it, actually? Yeah. Um, but Carpenter, in his directing style, he's, he's very he's a little bit grindhouse in ways like a lot of these other films, even like the the Camilles and the and the first uh, the first movie. They they do they're quite gritty and edgy. Uh -huh. A lot of his movies, aren't they? They feel yeah. quite real how he films them. There's not a lot of filters in, uh -huh. in how he does it. So again, it's like you're kind of drawn to that sort of style of uh, cinema. Having, um, which is yeah, fun. you were saying back then. Obviously, you had a lot of time on your hands, and you know, you, you, you know, a bit, a bit lost and whatever else. And so now, obviously, you know, you time I'm still is, lost. Lower, <laughs> 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 like, but obviously, time isn't as as available as it probably was when you were, uh -huh. you know, like, how do you, you know, do you, do you still sort of 
when you said you would watch blockbusters, you would watch everything because you just yeah. like going to the movies. Yeah. Now, obviously, are I, you more specific? I'm more that? specific now. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you lean to now? I think now, um, I'll see the kind of, I call them expensive B movies. <laughs> I'll go see the expensive B movies like Life. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah. I'm that, supposed that to kind see of, it tonight. Bit of an aliens rip off. Um, it was fun. It was it was mm. a good fun movie, and it was really tense. I just felt everything tensing up. I wouldn't say it was an amazing movie. I wouldn't put it in the same bracket as Aliens yeah. or, or The Exorcist or anything like that. But it did its job. It's still worth a view. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd give it 7 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely... Yeah. He's de- that's why I'm going to go It's a, it. a good multi-million dollar B-movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you still buy film <laughs> scores from recent stuff? Uh, yeah, a couple of things. Now, what was it? Uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow. I don't know if you've seen that film. Very no, no. avant-garde sci-fi uh, with an electronic kind of droney um, score. I, I was going to choose it for that. Where was, that, that, where was that filmed? Was that, was that, is that American or is it... No, uh, I think it's, is it from Canada. Canada. I need to right. check on that, actually. It's, it's, again, it's a very hypnotic film, quite avant-garde. Yeah. Um, not for everyone, but I think you guys will probably like it. Yeah, yeah. Last, it's it's strange. <laughs> I think the last <clears throat> anything I bought from a film was the Fassbender film Shame. Oh really? Mm. There's a the, like the, the, the soundtrack. I mean, it's there's yeah. a few. This guy's Tom Tom Club on there, and oh, there's a few bits yeah, and pieces yeah, yeah. like that. But there's a I can't feel what's the character's name in it. Oh, I can't feel what his name is. Um, but Fassbender's case, he's called. His oh, something, the character's name's theme, and he's oh, he's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And we was driving through the Lake District, <laughs> and we was going through the mountains, and it just <clears> come <throat> on on random, was flicking through my iPod, and it's beautiful streams yeah. and range, and it couldn't have sounded any better going yeah. through there. It was it was amazing, and nice. I, I fucking love that film. Absolutely. Sound got so there's a, a few, like, you know, they've had Chemical Brothers do that soundtrack cover comment, which uh, the name of the film. Tron Legacy. I, I know they did oh, that. Oh, Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, so, yeah, Chemical me. Brothers. What was that? Uh, it will come back to me in a minute. Mm. That was, I mean, that was really cool. There's some cool things on there. Oh. The uh, Daft Punk, Tron Legacy. Then uh, Soul Wax did the soundtrack as well. Did they? What did they do? Um, there's the album that just came out recently. I can't, again, my memory's so bad, I forgot the name of the film. I have to look that up. <laughs> Hannah, it was Hannah, Hannah for Chemical Hannah Brothers. Hannah for Chemical yeah, Brothers, that's that the one. It, yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I love it. It's, it's, that's kind of like the equivalent of back in the day, Sarone yeah. was doing yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's great. I did actually get sent it, and, and there, was a, there was a few interesting bits on there, but obviously the, the train spotting sound oh, yeah. of, of the new one, um, yeah. which uh, the, the, the first one I, I, I laughed, I thought it was a really good choice of, of music, and... Uh, have you seen the the the, the second? Yeah, the yeah, I thought it was cool, uh, absolute cool. Have you, have you seen it? Mate? I still haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I, I've not I, seen I, the film either. I, I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm go as far good. to say, uh, as far as sequels go, you're always on the back foot, aren't you? It's always it's, it uh-huh. can be tough with a sequel, and I think they they achieved something really good with Train Spotting too. Yeah. I thought they delivered. Yeah, yeah really I think they delivered. Cool. And the best use of Frankie's relax, I think I've ever seen in a film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, <laughs> absolutely perfect. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, right, so how many have we got left? I think we we're on, that was three, wasn't it? Yeah, so, so number two, I believe. Oh, so. yeah, number yeah. four, yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, number uh, so number two, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, Morricone, the, ma- the maestro, 
Um, yep. You know, he's done a thousand and one film scores. Um, I particularly love his stuff from late sixties, early seventies. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of them are kind of big beat, psychedelic kind of, you know, big band groovy. Uh, some of the really loungy and mm. kind of, you know, and they've got um, Edda Deloso with that beautiful voice, uh, you know, operatic yep. voice that you hear on things like Once Upon a Time in the West and just gorgeous. And this one's a, a film I've never managed to see um, called Veronia Shifosi. Please correct You've me. You've done well there, mate. Veronia Shifosi. Um, yeah, this one's called Mato Kaida Soldi Morto Girotondo. And um, in English, the film was called Dirty Angels. Dirty Angels. Uh, yeah, I guess it's another film about um, so social protest in the middle classes. I've no idea what it's about, but that's what I read on IMDb. Um, and it's just the most beautiful, beautiful track. And yeah. uh, whenever I have it on the background, when I have people around for dinner... Everyone perks up, stops eating, and what the hell is this? Really? Especially the ending when Edda Delorso's voice comes in. Brilliant. Yeah, it's, but there's, he's, there's just so many of these. You just Ridiculous. wonder, how can someone churn out? I mean, to me, it's like hit after hit after hit. Yeah, yeah. Even though they weren't hits, but they're just every single yeah. one. You know, there's, you're going to get one or two crackers on each soundtrack album, if not more. Mm. Um, yeah, incredible. Did you like the stuff that he'd done throughout the sort of mid to late 80s as well? And, and, I, and I gotta admit, I, I kind of went on, you know, everyone goes on about the mission, mission, yeah, 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 but, yeah. But it's to me, it's I, I don't, you know, compared to this, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, but what do I know? Yeah, <laughs> okay, he did, he, he did like uh, yes, hundreds and hundreds of scores, didn't he? And they what just across all genres, wasn't it? Because you were saying like you, uh, you know, what was it? Uh, one, one of the spaghetti westerns you got into, yeah. and it was uh, uh, once by the time of the west, and, um, and that was him, right? Fistful of dollars, yeah. yeah, a few dollars more. And then he, yeah, he did. The oh no, no, good, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Good, that's the bad, the ugly. Yeah, that's yeah. the trilogy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, with uh, Eastwood. Did did he do Django? Did they bring him back to do this, the he, Django Unchained? I don't think. It, Oh, no, he did, he, came, he did The Hateful Eight and won Hateful an Oscar Eight. for it. That was Finally Hateful won Eight. Sorry, not yeah. Django. Hateful Eight, yeah. yeah. That was cracking, that as well. Yeah. Um, that was the, a good score. score with that, and um, I had the luxury of seeing it at the cinema that Tarantino was in two days before me, and he, ah. it, it was so shot. When, when, they, when he made it, he'd shot it for that specific format and that specific yeah. cinema. Oh. So you had like the break in the middle where you could go and get an ice cream. And, uh, like <laughs> that that probably worked deal. well there. It didn't work very well in Lakeside when the break came. Oh, really? Everyone just kind of sat there looking at each other, <laughs> going, "What are we meant to do now?" Because <laughs> that was normal in the seventies yeah. when yeah. you had a film like Spartacus that was yeah. long. You'd have the, yeah. like, the break, and you know, I remember that as a, as a little kid. Um, and uh, Doctor Zhivago. Yeah. All those things with their breaks. <laughs> yeah, so it was really nice to, to experience that. Although I still had, despite it all being, you know, done, done like that and presented in an old school format, uh, you know, you got your program with it as well. It's fantastic. Yeah. But two people in front of me just on their phones. Uh, and you know, when you, uh, and I've, I That's can, a tap on the shoulder. I've got to yeah, do it. Yeah, no, I, I did. And, and one of, but my friends were like, I was going, I'll give it a second. I've got to give it another minute. And I turn it off. <laughs> yeah. And then when I think my friend Glenn had to lean forward before I sort of gave him more like, oh, come on, guys. Because uh, yeah. I've managed to... Oh, it so upsets me now in the cinema when you're, 
Because I love being with people and I don't mind people eating and, you know, getting into it. And, but when you've got like a bright yeah. screen and you're, you know, just trying to watch a film, yeah. that kind of, that's kind of a bit. But I find that at gigs, man. I, I just think it's really bizarre if you go to a gig. I, I saw Madonna at um, Hyde Park a few years ago. Oh, yeah. It was truly fucking awful. <laughs> and, uh, but literally, as soon as she come out, and I just thought maybe the people are just trying to get a photo while she comes out. But I had a woman in front of me with an iPad that for the whole duration mm. just held it above her head and just filmed the whole show. And I just think, fucking hell, just in your life. Because also right. you can't get, a sp- I mean, less so now, but, you know, in the last, the, the, in the run-up to the 10 years, once we've had smartphones and cameras, you can't get a decent picture of these events, really, when people yeah. are filming them and then they play them back at home, because I've got mates who do it, I'm really not into that. Yeah. And you've got mates who do it, and then they're like, oh, this is, you know, we watched, it might have been Justice, I might have been over, gone over to, you know, Europe to watch Justice or something, and then and they're filming it, and you can't see anything. <laughs> and it's like, you wasted your whole thing, like, trying yeah. to, just, instead of just getting on with it and yeah. loving your life. <laughs> yeah. You know? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Interesting. But this guy, he, I mean, he's made so much. He's... Yeah. Um, Sorry, no, no. Why this one then? Why this instead of ones? Because if you've not, you've not seen this movie, you just actually you just heard this piece. Yeah, and you just absolutely it's, swept you off your feet. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but you know, you could say that with with tons of his his his, his tracks. You know, from there, there's you know, I'd say about half of them I've seen because I've searched them out. He's done a lot of Jallo movies, which is like yeah. the Italian kind of th- um, violent thrillers. Yeah. Um, and you know you, you see them, and when the music comes in, you're so familiar with the music from the soundtrack, and suddenly it comes in, and how you never would have imagined it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they're quite, it's quite short; they've edited it or whatever. So it's it, these films are, are quite fascinating in, the, in themselves. You know, the Dario Argento's done a, a few of the jelly um, genre. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, he's. 
Oh, I went to see him as well in, in concert. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, was fantastic. that t- a year ago, two years ago? Where that was, was that? at the O2. Grimes, because he's got a yeah. How old is he now? He's, he's getting on a bit. Let's have a look. I'll have a look on the Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, November 1928. Date of birth. Ah. So, you know, that's. Wow. Just, wow, that was, you know, last well, year. He's doing well, isn't he? Was, what, is he 90? Yeah. Cool. I mean, again, it was, it was like a Madonna gig. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, was yeah. Complete, people were completely in awe just to come to worship at the altar of yeah. Morricone. Um, and at the end, they came up to give him his um, BAFTA for the Hopeful Eight. Yeah. Um, and he kind of moved from the podium at the side of the, side of the stage, precariously close to the edge of the stage. And the people in the audience stood up, you know, <laughs> to try and catch him in case he fell. Um, but it was so moving to, yeah. for him just to get that. And, you know, and he, the whole the whole of the evening he'd been um, conducting the orchestra, so he didn't really see how um, fragile he was. Yeah. And, and then when you see him walking, you think, oh, God, yeah, he's he's eighty something or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So but, um Apparently he's touring again. This, oh really? This, yeah, he's gonna be. Okay. Yeah. That guy doesn't stop. Three hundred soundtracks yeah. and yeah. scores, and he's you know still touring. I saw Brian Wilson a couple of months ago, and and he was just uh, sat at the piano for the for the whole mm. show, and uh, and it, again when he got up at the end to sort of take a bow and walk off, literally someone helping him, and you just think, oh man, these people, I don't <laughs> want these people to get old. I don't yeah. want it to happen, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, wasn't the case with Madonna. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, well, shall we come to um, number one then? Right. This is, yeah, the, 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 Before, should we get in some other honourable mentions? Yeah, okay, good oh, shout, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything so, else that didn't quite that, that make the cut? Like um, Ennio Morricone, there's um, uh, uh, Woman in, in the Lizard Skin is one of my... Uh, favorite. Actually, I could go on naming favorites for ages, but that's another great one. That's a da- um, not Dario Argento. That's uh, uh, oh God, my brain is going. Lucio Fulci. Fulci. Uh, he, yes. Yeah, that was it. Because yeah. I, I, I haven't seen all Fulci or um, Argento's movies, but there's a massive list of ones that I've still, uh, got, to, still got to check out. Yeah. Um, was that Fulci? Okay. Yeah. And it was shot in London as well. That film. So that's quite interesting. You see them. Running around Alley Pally and oh really stuff like that. yeah yeah um, yeah I mean there's there's just tons you know I mean a lot of people know Morricone just for his westerns and then you know but he's covered so many different genres mm. you know and so many different types of music yeah uh, there's another one I really like um, called Kimada uh, he did the music for um, it was released here as Burn starring right. starring Marlon Brando um, oh, about um, colonial colonialism. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's a really good film. Um, but yeah, I could go on, on and on. Is there anything of like you know what what has film wise has, has kind of caught you here in you know, more, more recent times? Uh, yeah, there's there's a few. Uh, God, I should have written it down. My brain. <laughs> <laughs> there was um, oh, what was that film? No, I'll have to get back to you on that. <laughs> so do, you, like, do you go to the cinema and you are literally kind of waiting for the credits to see who done that, who done that? Yeah, I always it? look at the credits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so and I see what music they used in the film as yeah, well. Yeah, no, that's what I meant. Like, yeah, you know, is yeah, it, yeah, you hear yeah. something and think, right, well, I need to yeah, go and yeah, find yeah, out yeah. that is not going to source that when I get in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about you, mate? Was there any of recent times, Stu, that you should It's a shame. I really, yeah. I really liked Oven, um, the, the, the music in your shame. I don't know, really. Um... 
There was, I, really, uh, I really like the music in Scarface. Yeah. Oh, from the, um, sound selection. the De Palma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Really, Debbie really Harry like and all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. Um, that's pretty decent. Did Murray Kelly do something on that? I think so. I can't remember. I don't know. What about you? Well, we, talk, we were talking about this chat the other day, actually. Uh, Clint Mansell, when he did... Yes, uh, Clint Mansell, When he did... Um, oh, what was it? Uh, re- you know, a Summer Overture, which is on... Think, I think it was... I might be wrong, but the first time I saw it was on Requiem for a Dream, which I think got a shout-out yesterday, didn't mm. it? Um, uh-huh. Oh, my God, that piece of music is absolutely, absolutely terrific. Mm. Um, and then it got reused in, you know, Sunshine, I think, by Danny Boyle uh-huh. um, and, and a few other things. But I, I, for me, like as a standout piece of, you know, which go verges from classical to electronic, it's, mm. it's that what that hit the nail on the head for me. Mm. Um, and in more in more recent times, uh, movies like Drive, I thought had quite a, yeah, an original yeah, soundtrack. Yeah. That's great. Um, and, uh, and, they, and TV done, shows, Stranger they... Things, Stranger Things uh, theme tune. Yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah, 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 yeah. The theme tune to that. I was That's literally nice. standing in front of the screen, going, "This is the bollocks!" <laughs> and everyone's like, "Sit down, Chris." Visually, <laughs> yeah. it, it looked so eighties. Yeah, it, it was amazing. Yeah. All right. Who who done the Drive uh, soundtrack well, live? They were oh. live. How do you mean live? They recreated it live. Oh. Um, oh. Who was that? And it was all put to the film, and it was like, and there was. Because they used a lot of um, uh, existing music already, like the chromatics yeah, and, yeah. and people like that. And then obviously Cliff, Cliff Martinez, is that his name? Cliff Martinez yeah. did the um, incidental uh, soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Have a look on, on a computer for the, uh, for the drive. Um... Uh, Electric Youth did uh, that, the, the, the predominant theme. They recorded that live, which was that a real human being song. Is that not who you're thinking of? That was an, uh, an already existing track. They took a lot of these ah. kind of, um, yeah, a lot oh, of these kind of should have been hit. It should have been a hit. Uh, songs that were floating yeah, yeah, around, yeah, yeah. you know, sort of like slow, right, right. post electric clash, but slower, <laughs> kind oh, of eighties yeah. vibe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I can't find who, who you're thinking of. We were talking because it was like, when, when I first see the, the name Clint Mansell come up for like, uh, for like film scores, it was like, uh-huh. it can't be the guy from Pop Elite. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, and, and, and obviously, it is. Yeah, it's it amazing. Uh, but... um, and we got chatting like the other night, and it was, as much as I wasn't a huge fan of Pop Elite itself, uh-huh. when, you, when you listen back now, yeah. they were really inventive. And it was, yeah. it was, it was, it was bit ahead of its time mm. and I don't you know I don't think they quite get the credit for mm. for what they were doing at uh-huh. that point uh, uh, but yeah I'm sure he's uh, he's certainly not struggling he's with not the mortgage struggling now, now. Yeah. no 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 but I'll tell you another soundtrack that's fairly recent um, and then brilliant, is brilliant uh, The Maniac it's the remake of a, a sleaze film from the 80s um, early 80s Maniac and they Maniac. they did it starring um, The Hobbit what's his name Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Is that his name? Yeah. No, or Elijah <laughs> Wood. Elijah Wood. Elijah sorry, Wood, Elijah yeah. Wood. Was, yes. was the original? Was the original Maniac, or was is that was it by the same title? It's it's a remake of the um, yeah the the sort of grindhouse film from back then. I remember then. the one called called Maniac Cop, but I'm guessing that's not oh, the that, same one. Not the same one, no. no but yeah. that's the same era yeah, and the same yeah. yeah. But this the music they've done for this is very very like Drive. It's that '80s mm. kind of um, pastiche kind of yeah. <laughs> electronic, and then there's even the track on it, the, um, the end titles with a, gir- a girl singing, and it could be like Goldtrap or right. someone. 
that's great. Well, some, someone we do a club night with at the moment, Mark, Cooley G. Um, I've been listening to her. I, there's some <clears> things that I, I, I can tell you off air, because I don't know if we can announce any of that. But just when I've gone through recently um, a bunch of stuff that she's produced and she's not... She's sitting on at the moment. Who's that? Deciding what... Cooley G. Deciding uh-huh. what to do with it. And and I'm just like, you write, you write soundscapes. You oh, write, really? oh, you've got... Mark, this stuff is brilliant. I, I absolutely love it. And I sit there and I think, you know, you've got... You've literally got a drive soundtrack just sat, uh-huh. in your, just sat there, uh, amongst other things. And she's been making music since she was like... DJing since she was like eight. And using... Uh, making music and teaching people um, for the last 20, 25 years and she's got such a wide scope of what she can do but she also records her own vocals for it. Very dreamy, beautiful stuff and I just sit there and I'm off. Like we've been saying earlier about how you end up picturing uh, films even if they don't exist, the soundtracks, this is all of her music and I'm just, I've I've said to her, I've I've packaged all these all up into into genres and said, I think that would really suit this and and that because it sounds fantastic. So, Yeah, keep an eye out. That's so, yeah. so if you could work with one of the people on your list, who would it be? Oh God, <laughs> any of? Good question. Yeah, Atty Osterone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or John Carpenter. Yeah. Actually, you know he's still putting out albums, don't you? No, I didn't. Know. Yeah, of um, new, you know new stuff. It's yeah. called um, Themes and Lost Themes. Uh, again, imaginary soundtrack music. Yeah. Yeah. So that's is that your good. go-to? Obviously, you've chosen this today, but like, if you're going to stick some music on at home, is it generally a soundtrack? Yeah, it's even, well, it's either a soundtrack or it might be seventies um, kind of psychedelic kind of funk. Okay, what <laughs> like sort of stuff? Funkadelic and yeah, yeah, Parliament yeah. And, uh, it depends what mood I'm in. Uh, yeah, some. I mean, I do like a lot of that. And also some of that, I've got an early Parliaments album of um, before they became Parliament. Yeah. Uh, when they were kind of like doing R&B doo-wop. Really? Of, yeah, which is fantastic. Just the early, early singles, um, you know, before they made their first album. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and some of it's a bit Northern Soul. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. It's, it's definitely, definitely they were trying to make Motown kind of tunes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. So we're we're at the top spot. Ready to ready to roll in number one. So number one is Delvio Cipriani, um, and this track is called La Polizia Chiede Ayoto. Um, Fantastic! (laughs) I hope that's right. Um, That's yeah, that's the name of the film as well. and basically, it's 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 a sleazy affair. It's uh, you know it's kind of, it's kind of like the police, um, vice corruption, teenage prostitution, um, all, all the good stuff. Yeah, police investigate apparent suicide of teen girl and undercover details of a teenage prostitution racket. <laughs> they go on the hunt for a motorcycle riding killer. Yeah, and this was the first one I started researching actually. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is going to be good. This is interesting. So, yeah, you can get the film on DVD. Um, La Polizia Cede Ayoto, if I'm co- pronouncing that correctly, translates as the police need help. 
but in England and America, they called it, what have you done to your daughters? <laughs> <laughs> what have they done to your daughters? Um, Brilliant. Yeah. So, and it's, it's, it's a fun watch if you like that kind of thing. Yeah, no, that, that sounds fascinating. I've got to, I've got to um, read that. I like that they've overly sensationalised the title line, haven't they, for the UK? <laughs> yeah. What, I mean, as if people aren't like, whoa, whoa, my God, that sounds tragic. We need, I have to watch this. What, what have they done to their daughters? <laughs> so did you hear that first or did you see that film first? I, I, um, I saw it first, yeah. yeah. And it, it was always there in the back of my mind. And then um, they actually used the track on, um, at the end of um, the film called Aimer, which is kind of a, 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 it's a, it's a new film, uh, newish, um, but obviously a homage to all those kind of Italian films, the Jello films, yeah. etc. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, basically on the soundtrack, there's loads of tracks called La Polizia Cia de Auto. So it's hard to find the one that I want, which is, which is the one which which starts off with the la 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 right. la la. Uh, so let's hope we can find that. It's definitely on YouTube. I found it, and I when I looked this up, I I, I got the movie up first, read yeah. about the movie, read about the the plot and that, and then listened to the music. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was like. It, there's a bit of a juxtaposition in that <laughs> yeah. song to the content of the movie. You know, the movie's you know got quite dark, dark undertones, and, and actually this is quite an up, this relatively airy and, and, yeah. and upbeat in parts. The, the, the this, this piece it's of music, quite a, yeah, it's quite a lovely piece. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what we can do as well, we, uh, if obviously what's not on Spotify, we said we put on the a YouTube playlist mm. and, and put the link out for that as well. And mm. on that YouTube playlist. If we can source trailers or clips of any of these films that we mentioned as well, yeah, we can put them on really there as good. well, so you can kind of get a, a real visual of I it think as well. So. I think you know, f- uh, fans of you, Mark, and 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 just producers, just seeing how you've sort of been influenced and, and enjoyed and, and and consumed those films, it's uh, you've got a week's worth of uh, <laughs> movies to to get stuck into, you know, and, and new things to be influenced by, and you know what? So you might give some of them seventeen percent, like Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> and some of them you might. Might you you know might stay with you because yeah. yeah it's fantastic. So is it is it something that you you'd like to be involved in film scores and such? Uh, yeah, I would actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I can't really talk about much of it at the moment. Mm, but okay. um, one of my favourite directors is making a movie, and it's kind of uh, set in the past and um, in New York. Uh, so I've been asked to be. I guess a consultant on it mm. and to do a piece of music but just um, not the whole soundtrack just a, a piece of music um, so that's quite that exciting amazing. I'm looking forward to that this, yeah. I mean throughout this, this chat there's been lots of mentions of, of New York is that is that pretty dear to you New York is it yeah, like yeah 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 because there was this amazing exchange between London and New York yeah. all through the years you know the um you know, we we got all the disco from there, and you know the uh, um, the hip hop came over and stuff like that. And we were sending, I guess, the the new wave electronic stuff mm, over yeah. there. You know, and obviously the punk thing was going on on both sides, both New sides, York and yeah. London. Um, so yeah, there was always this cultural exchange constantly. So was you drawn to that? Like the obviously you're talking about the pistols and the buzzcocks and stuff like that. Was you know was, was you also getting television and talking heads and blondie and hormones and, yeah, and that yeah. was was that filtering through to you at that point yeah totally yeah 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 um you know and talking heads who uh, i was especially obsessed with yeah. um <clears throat> and then obviously later on all the all the hip-hop stuff and the electro stuff uh, made a big impact as well 
And um, yeah, I guess that's when I started DJing. So what pulled you in? What 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 kind of artists in around that sort of time, hip hop, and that really kind of I guess turned your ear early Run DMC, um, and things like um, uh, Ramble's uh, Ramble Z. Uh, come on, I can't remember the names now. It's not that long ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, beatbop, beatbop, yeah. Uh, but the kind of electronic stuff as well, and um, well, that was hugely, hugely present, wasn't it? Like yeah. Grandmaster Melly Mel and all that. That was all very yeah. electronic, wasn't yeah. it? And sort of the startings of, of hip, well, rap and hip hop as well. Yeah, <coughs> certain. Um, what? Why? Why is this? Why is this got such a? Why is this hit the top spot for you, Mark? This uh, particular you, piece. Uh, oh, this one. one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess because it's just it's such a short little piece but it's just so moving and elegant and um just conjures up these beautiful feelings yeah. <laughs> and, then, and it seems so kind of out of place in yeah. the film yeah, yeah. in a way but then it, but it works in the film yeah. it just it, it conveys that sense of innocence of these girls, the girls yeah. before tragedy and you need that you 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 know all good films are gonna you know to show you the sound and have that impact you've got to, mm. uh, you've got to um, <clears throat> gain feelings through the characters and get empathy for yeah. them as well and if you have that light note of I think that's what they call them when you've got a certain theme for a character it's a light note so when they're present on the screen mm. a certain piece of musical play because then you'll relate to them when they come yeah. on like Vader's probably got the most well known one Darth Vader from mm. Star Wars but um, yeah so you then relate to them through that sort of music mm. because I because it was years before I really realised how much an impact music was having to the mu- the, the movies I was watching. Jaws? Jaws got me. Jaws, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh. I mean, I hear that when I swim. I, I, genuinely, <laughs> you know, I don't know how many other people... I speak to other people and they're like, they have that. When I'm abroad and I'm in the ocean and I'm, you know, uh, you swim out and I'll hear it and I'm like, right, okay, just ignore it. And then I'm like, no, I've got to swim in. I'd, I'd, what an impact I, well, every time I had a bath I'd turn the lights out and play that yeah, yeah, yeah. while I was having a bath yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid <laughs> oh brilliant fantastic starting to get some answers now after why Mark was quite lost as a child <laughs> <laughs> listening to Jules in the bath <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant Mark, thank you so much. Oh, mate, oh it's been great. Yeah. It's, it's been really kind of you to come and do this. Oh, I've enjoyed thank, every thank minute. You so much. <laughs> thank Lovely you. to see you guys again. Yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks, oh, mate. Pleasure, pleasure. We are recording. Oh, good. Um, I hope you really enjoyed that. Yes. Um, I wasn't asking you, you know, but I was sitting with <laughs> the people that are listening. Oh, um, I know you enjoyed it. I was sitting next to you when we'd done it. Um, yeah, I hope you really enjoyed that. He's, um, as as you've worked out now, he's a smashing fella, Mark. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think we could have sat and, and, and spoke for ages. Um, yeah, I love the fact that some of his uh, favourite soundtracks, he hadn't actually seen the movie as well. Yeah, wicked. yeah, yeah. Um, like I say, go and check Spotify um, and put in Mark Moore, hardcore listing, and you can go and check out some of the, the, uh, the songs that he... He chose um, and and some of the anthems he's written. Yeah, as well. we'll probably yeah, get them on definitely. There as well. Um, yeah, let's let's not look over the fact that I think West Express was a, a number one at the height of big of uh, of the evolution of um, acid house rave or whatever yeah, you want to call it. Um, 
yeah. Um, and he's if you haven't caught him DJing, he's he's his disco sets are incredible. Yeah. Okay, um, go and subscribe, please, people, and yeah. thank you so much for all of you that have already subscribed and tweeted, retweeted, and liked and shared and engaged with us because you know we're we're always got our phones and whatnot in our hand and we're, we're we want to know what your thoughts are on on, on film scores and what yes, be in your like list. Hear, yeah, definitely love to hear your top five film scores. Yeah, and we're 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 always happy to chat because we're both. Um, would you say we're dangerous loners or just loners? Don't try and pull yourself into my category, mate. Right, I'm okay. creepy. You have your own. You can have your own thing. Yeah, I've cornered the creepy market. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, Chrissy's um a dangerous loner. Thank you. Um, I'm a pretty together, forward-thinking, driven maverick. Um. <laughs> But I will still make a little bit of time to talk to you lot. Um, yeah, although being I'll, a big deal. I'll probably be far too busy being a, a real big deal. <laughs> um, with um, I'll tell you what, if this podcast gets like really successful and, mm. like, and we get really rich out of it, You're dreaming, mate. I'm um, I'll get rid of you, and I'm gonna like because <laughs> yeah. I'll be able to afford like to buy some really cool friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll chop you in and <laughs> buy someone like someone really cool. Like who are you going in? Um, I don't know. Compared to you, it's not going to be hard to find cooler people than you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, you can't even make name one, so you're struggling. Well, no, I could name a load, but go I'm in, not going to be go. horrible to you. Go in, go. Oh no, you're not going to be horrible to me. No, I wouldn't. I, oh, you okay. know, I'm not like that. No, but I will say that I think if I met you now, I probably wouldn't be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you do jack me in, I'll have my own podcast and I'll just buy a potato head and I'll just sit it <laughs> next to the microphone. Brilliant. I love our solo projects are going to be you with a Mr. Potato Head and I'm just going to have a little fucking homeless gnome sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Look, thanks loads, as I said, for all your support yep. and, and listening. And we, we love doing this. It's really good fun and, and we hope that you enjoy it too. Yes. So we'll... Um, We'll see you next time, all right? Catch you next week. Thank you. Bye. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.